This podcast is not intended as a substitute for professional help. If you or someone you know is facing difficulties, I advise you consult a psychologist. Hi everyone and welcome to Psych for Life with Dr. Amanda Ferguson. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Ferguson. Today's episode is about reclaiming your sense of self after motherhood. There's much focus on the joy and gains of motherhood, but there can also be much loss, including the mother's loss of her sense of self. And with all the focus on what women gain with a baby, it's easy to forget what they can lose. The focus often stays on the baby instead of the mother and how to care for her and her developmental issues. In this podcast, you'll learn about the matrescence journey, and that's the term for the physical, emotional, hormonal, and social transition to becoming a mother and beyond. You'll learn how women can lose their sense of self in this process of matrescence and how to reclaim that sense of self. The matrescence journey is that term for the physical, emotional, hormonal, social transition to becoming a mother. Think of adolescence, which describes a teenager's passage into adulthood. Matrescence describes a woman's transition into motherhood and all the physiological, psychological change that comes with it. The exact length of matrescence is individual and it recurs with each child, starting all over again and may arguably last a lifetime. The term was coined by anthropologist Dana Raphael in the mid-1970s, and it was brought into common use in psychology by clinical psychologist Ariel Athen, and she's the head of the Maternal Psychology Lab at Columbia University. And she describes a woman's transition into parenthood is what matrescence is all about. It begins when planning conception and continues after the baby's born. According to Athen, matrescence is a developmental passage where a woman transitions through preconception, pregnancy and birth or surrogacy or adoption to the postnatal period and beyond. So why do so many women, mothers and carers in particular, lose their sense of self at certain ages or periods in their lives, and especially through having a baby? Well, just as society puts so much emphasis on the baby, the new baby, the new being, mothers can be so focused on their babies that they forget and neglect themselves and may not have enough support to continue to be looking after their sense of self and themselves. Even just physically, women who give birth lose their maiden bodies. And during pregnancy and then birth, a woman is actually trying not to kill the baby and not to be killed herself by the baby. After the first birth, her body has become a breeding machine and often a feeding machine as well for someone else. Often baby brain or foggy thinking results as well. And women fear often that their mind will never fully return. And that sense of self has gone forever. There's no knowing when it might come back. After the second baby, she goes through all of this all over again. Plus, there's also an older child to look for. So demanding the rest of her physical and mental resources. By then, many women feel they've totally lost themselves physically and mentally and socially. 
and psychologically. So problems can result from giving birth, mental health issues, of course, postpartum depression, we're all very familiar with, but this can take a high profile of anxiety and become a serious problem there with anxiety as well. Trauma can cause post-traumatic stress disorder after a traumatic birth. A traumatic birth can even cause bipolar disorder, which is a lifelong condition, as is post-traumatic stress disorder. Many women have never had depression, never had anxiety, and are shocked to become this person with mental health issues suddenly. They've lost their mental health through baby and the joy of having a baby. And then, of course, lifestyle losses and changes that are obvious with baby coming along but never anticipated enough, never able to be fully prepared for. And then relationships, so often not discussed. Relationship problems are common after baby and the joy of baby. Adjustment disorders can result as well. And this is where women get stuck in dealing with the life situation or the transition to motherhood and all the situations involved. And they're feeling they're not actually moving forward and they're getting stuck at various stages often with this, the traumas I've discussed and mental illnesses. And if this happens, you'll need to see a GP and probably a psychologist. In a world these days where we have so much more control in many ways and so much more independence, thankfully, as women in many ways in Western countries, this is a complete lack of control in so many ways that mothers go through. Think of things that can happen in pregnancy. Think of things that happen at birth. What kind of baby results? What kind of changes happen to lifestyle and relationships? If we really think about pre-birth, there's conception. Does it happen or does it not happen? This, again, is something we discover and can be shocked to discover we're not as fertile as we thought we were or our partner in many cases. And then there's the potential of not being able to have a baby naturally, of IVF potentially not happening, of surrogacy and adoption being difficult, the potential for miscarriage, the potential for birth defects, and the potential for doing this on our own because of not having a partner or not wanting a partner or a partner disappearing. And then, of course, at birth, all the complications that can happen a labour that's unexpected, going in a different way to the way we expected or planned, losing control over the labour we wanted to have, the birth we wanted to have, a premature birth and even a stillbirth. And then after birth, sudden infant death syndrome, a baby who cries or screams constantly, who never sleeps, the stress and unknown journey of a firstborn, and then lifestyle changes, of course. In many cases, a lack of sleep and that sleep deprivation making everything so much harder. A sick baby, a baby with medical issues, all of these things make the whole process so much harder. And something people talk less about, changes to relationships. Take the example of a traumatic birth where mother and partner were so traumatised they suffered post-traumatic stress disorder. 
say the partner refused to get help for this, turned in on themselves and away from intimacy, sex and affection. And these things ceased and the relationship becomes transactional. So now the mother has lost her partner and there's another big job ahead to reclaim this relationship, if at all. And let's say she wants another baby. How will she do that with her partner now gone? How will she face giving birth again and the emotional vulnerability of that with this partner who she no longer connects with and feels so self-conscious around and disconnected and estranged? Take a partner or a grandparent who, it turns out, can't handle losing the attention to the baby. This happens often. It seems so unnatural. When baby comes along, why wouldn't it be the focus of attention? But immaturity, narcissism and other traits come to the fore when baby comes along. And for this reason, affairs often happen at this time. Friends can also become jealous, not understand, drift away because it's all too hard or because they're no longer getting enough attention. So now you're a mother. Is it important to reclaim your sense of self, your authenticity before you had children, or for your own mental health, happiness and fulfillment, and for your relationships it is? Hopefully you'll launch your child one day and you'll need to make sure you have your sense of self there with you for your life and that your life is flourishing well before then. Occupational health and safety advises the same things that psychology does. Parents need to put their life and their health first so they can be there to care for their kids and so the family stays together for the sake of the kids and for themselves. The aeroplane safety drill sums up this truth, this reality, so neatly when it says mothers first fit the oxygen mask over your own face before that of the child. It's also important that children learn that they're not more important than the mother or the parent. Children who are made too important can either feel too responsible or too entitled and develop narcissistic personality disorders as adults. So it's a win-win. When you do what's best for you as mother, it's best for child, it's best for everyone. Indeed, the family mental health model is so clear. It says mum needs to put herself first in her life and dad first in his life and that they're still on the same page because they need to put their relationship second and any children third and then any other family or friends you get to decide who comes next after the children. So what are some ways in which you can reclaim your sense of authentic self what does it take to remember who you were, what you liked and what you'd like to do moving forward? There's no denying a woman changes after a first, second and every birth and child. However, it's really important that you reconnect with who you were before as well in ways that make you feel like your authentic self is back as well as being a mum before baby. Firstly, if you're sleep deprived and alone time deprived, you need to arrange for care of baby and take even just one night off away to sleep and just look after yourself. One tip a lot of women like is to pull out a photo of themselves 
that they really liked before the first pregnancy and keep it in a place to look at regularly. And then another one just after the first baby and then another one and so forth. And this can really help to reconnect with all the many selves that you've been before each baby. Go back to passions, hobbies, work, physical exercise or outdoors or sports or other interests, friends you may have let go of. Be honest when you do connect with these things and these people again. Does it light you up? Does it make you feel like you're being heard and seen, that you feel like yourself again, that you're reclaiming parts of yourself in a good way that make you feel good about yourself? It's like dating all of these ideas and these things and people. And if it doesn't light you up now, if they don't make you feel like your sense of self and reclaiming old parts of yourself in a good way, then it's probably not for you. And experiment to find out what are the new places, the new ways, the new people and the new things that really light you up and make you feel like yourself all over again. I've seen women at these times suddenly become more creative and conceive and birth new ventures like a new business or artistic endeavour. Of course, you will have changed as well. And we all do constantly as we develop over the course of our lives. However, it's important to reconnect with parts of yourself that the busyness of baby may have made you let slip. Make time to address any problems or losses that you may have gone through as a part of being pregnant, giving birth and afterwards. Is your mental health okay? Do you need a check-in? Are you still not feeling like yourself mentally and emotionally and psychologically? How's your physical health? Again, do you need rest? Support is the key thing. The more support and the more you lean on support, the more mum will be successful as being a mother. How's your self-esteem? How's your relationship with partner? Date nights once a week are so important. Even a picnic on the floor at home with no screens and babies asleep or in an, another room. How's your social life? How's your work? Does work need to be looked at again or further education or retraining to plan for the future? Or is domestic work enough? Take the example of a woman who's long disliked her body since giving birth and birth to several babies, who's long given up intimacy with her partner and sex is a thing of the past. She's disgruntled. Her self-esteem is not good. And then consider that this woman decides it's time to do something about it, discovers that plastic surgery is an option and the gym would be part of the process of removing that scar that she might then feel good about herself and then consider that this woman takes the time to think it through, that this scar is where the babies came from. It's where their children came from. This scar represents the beauty of motherhood, of the new sense of self she's developed, that she's proud of. This is an important scar that she reclaims and embraces that sense of self and her partnership with her partner her intimate life, her sexual life, and her self-esteem goes right up. So reclaiming your sense of self may include many changes and losses to be navigated. Psychologists are trained to help, particularly those working with motherhood support groups. Your GP or hospital will direct you to these resources.
If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple, Spotify or wherever you're listening right now. Plus, don't forget you can access all of the resources mentioned in today's podcast via the show notes. Is there a pressing issue or topic you'd like me to discuss? Head to my Instagram at dramandaferguson and send me a DM. I love hearing from my listeners. If anything discussed in this podcast has caused you concern or distress, contact your general practitioner or health provider. To locate a psychologist in your area, call the Australian Psychological Society and locate Find a Psychologist Service on 1800 333 or visit www.findapsychologist.org.au. If you or someone you know is in crisis, Lifeline is available 24-7 on 13 11 14 and Kids Helpline, again 24-7 on 1800 1800 and both are free of charge. To find out more about me, please visit my website, dramandaferguson.com.au. You can find the link in my show notes. The opinions expressed by guests in these podcasts aren't necessarily shared by me. 